Hello everyone, welcome to the Badlands. I'm your host, Badman Randy. We're gonna be speaking about a topic close to my heart, depression. Depression, it's something many of us have unfortunately struggled with. I've struggled with it and to this very day have many bouts with it. I'm not here to talk about how 10% of all adults and 20% of all youth have clinical depression. I'm not gonna talk about how suicide rates are climbing higher and higher every year and ungodly sums of money are being made off of these people to the pharmaceutical industry as a direct correlation of steady increases in depression. I'm not gonna talk about the copious amounts of pills that are being prescribed like chemical cocktails to junkie alcoholics to these vulnerable individuals. Not even that for the last two decades, all forms of summertime, after school, and general community events and activities are being canceled left and right, and how group therapy for kids and young adults, and more so, are being underfunded or just completely stripped away from, from therapy, foster home centers, you name it, long before coronavirus had a chance to rear its ugly head and put kids indoors with their parents and grandparents, locking them away from their friends. No. I'm here to talk to you about a man named Filthy Frank. Some some of you may know him as Joji, and something I'm gonna call Laughing in the Dark. The year is 2011. A man named George Miller begins making films on YouTube under the alias Filthy Frank. His jokes are controversial on topic, but in this case, we'll be discussing the suicide topic fairly openly, so fair warning. 2011, I was a 13-year-old fat boy, fucking train wreck, morbidly obese, bullied beyond all hell in middle school, and depressed as shit. I was also dangerously suicidal, could not be left alone for long amounts of time, and I found comfort and understanding in very few places, uh, except the YouTube channel Filthy Frank. Something about the, I'm depressed, or I want to kill myself because McDonald's is closed type jokes resonated with me greatly. It made me feel less alone and more like I had people that were out there just like me, who maybe didn't want to be alive or were struggling, but yet he made light of it. Statistically, the alone feeling could not be much more true, but when you're depressed, at least for me, the last thing I wanted to hear is it's all going to be okay or other people are going through it too and such because in my mind that wasn't true at all. So while I'd hear from uh, a man who seemed like he had it together, uh, give up you fucking pussy or oh my god everything's going to shit just fucking give up or kill yourself or whatever the case may be in a joking and very um, aggressive humor voice you know i don't know how to describe it but what have you it made the dark a little lighter in a way because it was being joked about so casually rather than so clinical so professional so robotic and cold it was just another joke with the friends rather than a oh my god are you okay let's go see a person with a fucking phd <clears throat> so it made the dark a little lighter I hear a lot of you going, Randy, that's ridiculous. Jokes making fun of depression and suicide in no way can help people and should not be allowed. Okay, fine, that's a fair point. But let me ask you this. Filthy Frank is now known by the artistic moniker Joji. What type of music does Joji make? Emo rap? Lo-fi? Basically emotional music. Depressing emotional music. Music about dying. 
What kind of comedy did he make in the past? Surreal, emotional, in this case aggressive, depressing comedy about dying. Do you see a pattern? Who is he popular to as a as an artist? He's popular with boys, but mostly popular with the teenage to young adult age range and the female gender. Who is Filthy Frank popular to? Well, he was popular to female or excuse me, he was popular to females, but mostly teenage and young adult males. The point I'm trying to make here is people got mad at him after finding out he made very dark comedy, but I find it somewhat hypocritical because his music is just a lot more toned down, but it's essentially the same thing. Um, a lot of people today find comfort in depressing music. I think a lot of people can also find comfort in depressing comedy or vulgar comedy or what have you. They're two sides of the same coin, just presented in completely different ways, and one is commercially acceptable and commercially valuable, and one, unfortunately, is not, and not as accepted and cancel-worthy, unfortunately. There is something to be had for poking fun at the darkness in any capacity, even if it's not just comedy. But because just as cracking jokes about it, like a monster or a serial killer can make the monster or serial killer less scary, making fun of the void that is depression can make the void seem like nothing more than a hole in the ground. There's a solid number of comedians who I know who are depressed, or in general, a few of which I, I have the pleasure of knowing and supporting, and there was a study done in 1975 uh, with an accompanying CNN article, you can look it up, it's called The Sad Clown. The deep emotions behind stand-up comedy and why this is. They think it has to do because people who are depressed feel very powerless and in comedy, at least if you're a good comedian, you have uh, total control over your environment, aka the stage, and that can aid in feeling like you have control in other aspects of your life. It's an interesting read with great people and a great takeaway. It is unfortunate, uh, though, that a lot of comedians and a lot of people who are depressed never see the light of day. It is just as possible that for Richard Pryor, or all the Richard Pryors, or all the Robin Williams, or all the Jim Carreys would never be household names. But they found a way to make a light in the darkness. Even though Richard Pryor, after mainlining coke, lit himself on fire hoping to die, Robin Williams, God rest his soul, hung himself, and Jim Carrey went through a massive depression and subsequent emotional transformation. If you're going through it, my friends, let me just let you know that there is a light ahead, and if you cannot see it, you may want to crack a joke and light a match. And in the words of my dear friend, life is a joke, and I want to die laughing. Thank you for listening, and have a great night.